I hope y'all are with me through this thick and thin. Today is not, you know, a lot of you have been diagnosed a lot longer than I have. I wasn't diagnosed till 2021, but I've had it all my life, just like you. And like a lot of people, mine was triggered by my pregnancy. And last night, yesterday, I put my posture thing on that thing that vibrates and goes, zit, you're out of position, zit, you're out of position, zit. And it just goes, zit, zit. I, I, I sound like a bee when I come up behind you at this point. And it was so discouraging for me. And I was up and I was trying to do things and it was like, okay, I'm not in proper posture. I'm sitting on the toilet, not in proper posture. My gosh, how proper posture can you be while you're on the Johnny? <laughs> So, I, I mean, I'm trying, and now I'm sitting in a chair, and I'm trying, but it kept going off, and I know that there's like this golly whopper of all fascial adhesions that just seems to, I can feel it pulling me down this one side, and it's the longer I'm up, the more it happens, you know, the, the, the longer I'm up, I can gradually just feel it pulling, and I was going to bed last night. And I was like, I didn't really get anything done. I got my three things done. And I'm like, okay. You're in massive pain at this point. You know you're not going to get rid of this pain until you go to sleep and like recharge your body. Then tomorrow we'll reconvene and you'll start off fresh. You've got your alarm set for 8 o'clock. You're going to get up and be bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, and I, I'm going to get all these things done. I'll clear out my big list of things to do. I will get all of these things done. And it's a Sunday. My husband did have a couple jobs in the later part of the afternoon. He always gets up, like I said, like 5, 6 o'clock, like clockwork. He's always up, not a problem. He doesn't stay in bed and linger. I was still in bed. My son was still in bed. And I hear my husband out and around. Now, in the middle of the night, everybody was asleep, and I was up. <laughs> For some reason, I get, I have an appetite in the middle of the night. I am not hungry during the day. I could care less to eat anything during the day. Go get me a soda, and I am good to go. I don't care about eating. I don't have an appetite. But in the middle of the night, I'm scarfing down almonds and I mean, just sit there, just eating a tub of almonds. And then I had a little pound cake last night, too, a little Edelman's pound cake, just a little bitty one. But I get hungry in the middle of the night. And I got up and I went, okay, it's only 1 o'clock. Go back to sleep. You're going to wake up. Everything's going to be good. And I woke up and I said, you know, I'm going to lie back down. And if I go to sleep, then it must mean I need to sleep. And I just couldn't get up. My jaw, I don't know if I hit it or if it was having to wear the neck collar yesterday, but my lower teeth, I, my husband was like, maybe it's your sinuses. I'll give you some cold and sinus medicine. I said, no, if it's, you know, if it's a sinus issue, I want it out because, you know, I've been working on my nose and I'm like, I've had years of, of, of backup in my nose, I guess. I get what, you, what, what are you if you're constipated you're constipated but could you be constipated with mucus is constipated 
that probably just sounds stupid now that I think about it, but still, you know, you're backed up in your nose, or you're backed up down there. I guess constipation fits anywhere, maybe. Well, we'll just say it does for the purpose of, of this podcast. We'll say that it does. But I didn't want to get up. My husband made pancakes for my son while I stayed in the bed. I just didn't want to move. I didn't have the pain, and I knew mentally once I got up, my day would start counting down. And I'm real sorry to cry. I got my tissues. But. I just really was. Wanting. To be so much better. And it just seems like it's a vicious cycle. And. It's very frustrating. It's very defeating. (laughs) To lie in bed and not want to move because the only thing that's killing you is your jaw. You don't know why, but for some reason your jaw is in so much pain. I I have no idea. I was so defeated by my posture stats yesterday. I just didn't want to get up. And I was lying in bed. I kept thinking, okay, three things. Three things. You've got three things to do. Three things, Christy. You said it. Follow your own advice. What are those three things? And I was like, okay, I, you know, I heard the washing machine go off. My husband had already left for work. I said, okay, I've got to put the clothes in the dryer. I need to do the podcast because that's like my medicine. I need to do that. And I need to somehow, I have been trying to send a package to Allie in Illinois for three days now. And Amazon keeps sending it to me. I looked this time. They put her address instead of the recipient. They put her down for the billing. It makes absolutely no sense to me. I, I Everybody else can send a gift via Amazon but me. So I've got to get that, you know, done. And I, I get up and my son's in there eating some, you know, snacking. And I walk by and I just am bawling like a baby, just crying. And I don't like losing it in front of my son. You know, it's not that he's not supposed to see, you know me lose it or anything like that but I just would like to be stronger and he just comes up and gives me a hug he says mom it's not your fault but you know there's a part of me that feels like it's my fault because I just stayed in the bed life is going on around me And I just couldn't get up. (laughs) And we already feel like a disappointment because our bodies have given out. And, And then when 
you feel like you're mentally giving out. It gets hard. Yeah, I've got so many things, you know. Um, yeah, my not Pilates person is like, well, if you're in bed too much, that affects your posture. Yeah, but that's like the only place I can get relief. And that's only if I lie down before it gets too bad. My posture was bad before. Uh, she just doesn't quite get it. She doesn't understand the whole EDS thing. And I'm trying to find, you know, another doctor that can help me with my... She's not a doctor. But I'm trying to find a PT or somebody that can help me with my posture and my breathing. Because one of the my three to-dos today was take a shower. When I was in the shower, I realized I'm not breathing. I can't breathe and do something at the same time. I can breathe and do this podcast. That's why I call this like medicine. And it also helps me connect with other individuals. So I realize that I'm not alone in a way that you just can't do on Facebook. That's why this is so near and dear to me. And it does. It means the world to me. Every time you come back, I really appreciate it. But to feel like, I mean, is this gaslighting? I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. I'm, I'm not, I'm not doubting that I have this illness. I just, I'm upset that I can't function some days. And that was never like me. Like right now, I know I'm not sitting in proper posture and I'm thinking I just I can't do it and is that because my muscles are so weak they don't feel weak but who knows I mean I, I can't breathe and I have to wait for the doctor to give me the referral so I can go to the speech therapist I mean it's just one snag after another trying to send a gift to somebody and it keeps getting sent to me I mean <laughs> that's just I mean I'm trying and it just seems like there's defeat at every corner. And I know that's not true. I know that there are people way worse than me. And, I mean, yesterday, it just started getting so bad because I, I, couldn't, I couldn't breathe and talk and breathe and walk. I couldn't do stuff. I was losing my voice. And it was all I could do to keep going and that takes a lot of energy out of a person I guess but it's times like this with this illness that man I just don't think I mean I know releasing all of these adhesions I know working on my fascia is a big part of helping me live with manageable pain. I, I know this. I went from not being able to walk and talk to intermittent issues. <laughs> and so I'm trying to look at that as a positive. 
that I'm not in all over chronic body pain, but when the pain hits, it hits and feels like I'm being stabbed. It feels like my whole body is just giving in. And I don't need to be overwhelmed about getting a job because I can't. I can't go and work. Nobody will hire me. So the CPT thing is is purely for me to learn how to move my body properly so somebody else can't hurt me. And then maybe if I do learn some things, I can help you. I don't know. But I need to be able to help myself first, right? But what happens when you don't know how to help yourself? I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I try to do the breathing thing. I mean, do I, do I give up my day and spend the whole day doing nothing but working on myself? Working on breathing exercise, working on trying to get my diaphragm working, trying to, you know, stand up properly. Do I spend the whole day doing that and then I don't fold laundry? I don't run any errands? Or do I stay in bed as long as I can so I can be up with my family? And then today my family was up and I just couldn't make it. And that's not the way I want to live. The only thing that got me up was the, was, was the stupid, I've decided it's, it's the AWOL zebra agenda. As stupid as it sounds, that's what I'm going to call it. AZA. Do you have your AZA today? What is your AZA? Your AWOL zebra agenda. Maybe that's what I have to do in order to try to get better. Give myself a couple things that I need to do. And then maybe a few more will come into play. I don't know. But I can't figure out my breathing and study and pay the bills and live life. I just, I, I can't do all I used to do. And I know I've had the, you know, eulogize the old me and accept all that. I have, but I don't think I'm ready to accept that I need to have lesser expectations of myself. That's what's killing me. Is that I set minimal goals for myself. And those are even hard to attain. I'd like to think that this is just temporary. It's not going to stick with me. But I don't know how to get myself better. And it's great when you have all these ideas on the weekends, but nobody's around. You know, my Matt person wants me to come in May 3rd, you know. And then she wants me to come in and watch Matt's session. She's got times on Monday, but my husband's off, so I don't want to be away from him. But 
I like to think that he and I can go to the YMCA so I can get in the pool to see if, you know, that will energize me a little bit. But she doesn't understand when I explained to her, I said, if I come and watch mat sessions with you, then that time up, driving to your facility and driving home takes away the time that I can be with my family. And she doesn't understand that. But I know you do. I don't even understand it. It's so frustrating to me. But if I don't share, I think I'll go crazy. I think I will literally go batshit crazy if I don't share because when your husband comes up to tell you I love you goodbye I'm going to work and all you're doing is going I'm so sorry I'm so sorry you don't want to hear that anymore I don't want to say it anymore But how many days do you sit there knowing like you've gone to work and you come home and it's all you can do and you know you've got to get up those stairs to go to bed while your husband's making dinner for the family and for you. And then knowing that you can't get in there and clean up, that you've still got to get up those stairs. Because I, I don't know about you, but when my body gives out, I mean, it just stops. I either can't breathe, so I'm not able to talk, and it's all I can do to stand up. I'm using the, the, the kitchen sink. I'm like leaning up against the kitchen sink, doing everything I can, trying to stand up. And, or my... I just can't walk. I mean, it just, I just, my abilities stop. You know, and then the pain gets so bad. And it's not a matter of I've been shown the way and I'm not doing the exercises or I'm not doing what they've told me to do. Nobody's shown me the way. I'm having to create my own way. I tried with the EDSPT and I know now that I've been away from him for a good eight months, I know the pelvic exercises and all that he was having me do were necessary. I understand where he was going. But it wasn't the right time for me because my fascia just, it was in the way. And every exercise I did made me worse. So I had to go with my gut and I had to leave. I'm afraid to go back to Pilates because that's the last subluxation I had. The last one before that was October 15th on our anniversary when we went over the speed bump. So my body has been retaining proper posture. I don't know which exercises to do because all the exercises before were putting me into severe muscle spasms. I saw 
the EDSPT Scott Birch. Scott Birch is who I saw, and, and and people say he's he's written books. He's an expert, but he papooed my fascia thoughts and sent me to the neurologist when my legs were kicking everywhere. But I saw him for the first time May twenty seventh, and I started the exercises. By June sixth, my body was flailing everywhere. The hot, I was not able to stand up. I couldn't hold my neck up. After seeing him one time, I saw the specialist one time, but I didn't attribute my spasms and my flailing to him, not right away, because for one, I didn't want to believe it. For another, I didn't know enough about this illness. I didn't know enough about my body at the time, but I understand that you can't exercise fascia, but I understand also that his methods of me breathing deep into the diaphragm and making things work were on the right path. It just wasn't the right time. And so because I can't find anybody else in the area, I'm thinking he's the one I've got to see. And I think that's stressing me out a little bit. I want to see the Matt Pilates person, but I'm afraid to do Pilates. And I'm trying to find... You know, I've got a consultation with the fibro guy tomorrow. I'm waiting for that because I know he's going to turn around and tell me, this will be $7,500. How would you like us to set up your program? I just want to see what all he has to say. There's no way in the world I'm signing up for his program. Can't afford it. Not going to spend that kind of money. My family's gone into enough sacrifices for me with fascia and everything else. But I'm interested to see what he has to say because everybody that I'm speaking to all kind of gives me insight as to which direction I need to go. I know right now I need breathing help and that is my my voice person. Now I'm going to ask her if she can help me figure out how to completely use my to my diaphragm so I'm not chest breathing. I need to know if she can help me do that. So maybe I don't have to go back down to Scott Birch. But he has these methods, and, and I threw away the exercises, and that's what irritates me, is I had the exercises, but I'm afraid to do them again. But I now know what to look for if it does happen. So part of me is like, I think I, I need, it's time I need to go back to him. I've got some other calls to be made. And I wonder if this is what's weighing down on my head, making me feel where I don't want to get up. Am I defeated mentally? Am I doing this to myself? It's it's just another thing that weighs on me and I feel like it might you too. So please message me, Facebook me, call me, whatever you have to do. Get to me, talk to me, and let me know if you're in the same boat. I am going to figure this out. I just might not be able to get up at 6 o'clock in the morning like I was expecting to and mosey on about my day. I need to interview a few more people for physical therapy. Maybe talk to my map person. 
see her May 3rd. Maybe try to work in going in there. Now, I, you know, I don't even know. I don't even know. I'm not even going to say. I'm going to stick to my AZA, my AWOL Zebra agenda. Come up with the three things that I need to do in a day. And then hopefully it will go on to five and go on to six. And it'll get a little bit better. And maybe I do need to give up all ideas of cooking and cleaning on a regular basis until I can learn to walk and talk again. Now that I think about it, oh my goodness. Simple things that I learned to do as an infant have been taken away from me in my 50s and now I ha- I mean you can't teach an old dog new tricks. That's I'm that's I'm solid proof in that. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. And do you know what that means? Because I brought up Murphy's law the other day to a young lady and she goes, "What's that?" <laughs> Everybody knows Murphy's Law, right? And I I hope. Am I that old? And, I mean, I attribute it to, you know, if it's going to go wrong, it's going to go wrong. And I look at it like, you know, if I'm guessing and I'm not sure which way to go and I turn right, of course, that's going to be the wrong way to go. You know, it's that kind of thing. If something wrong is going to happen, it's going to happen. And that's Murphy's Law, right? This this young lady had no idea what it was. I mean, it's one thing when I speak to somebody and I'm like, do you know what fashion is? And they're like, no. Okay, well, let me tell you about it. Fashion remodeling. Because that's all new. It's new to me. But when I bring up something that has been around since I was a baby, like I was shocked to find out that my mother was alive. I remember this when I was a little girl that my mother, because I cannot stand daylight savings time. I'm a Taurus. I'm a bull. I don't like change. And I do not like daylight savings time. And to find out that my mother lived before it even existed fascinated me. (laughs) You know, it's like when Betty White died, I haven't known my life without Betty White in my life. Not that Betty did much for me, but she made me laugh. But all my life, I've only known Betty White. I've known Betty White. She was like the first lady of television. And so Betty White's always been in my life. Didn't know a world without Betty White. How can somebody not know about Murphy's Law? Have we evolved that much that people don't think like that anymore? Is that a pessimistic way, a pessimistic way of thinking? I digress. I do not know. But do you hear how this podcast is my medicine? I was a basket case when I turned on the microphone. I'm still probably going to cry. But I feel like because I've shared with you that I can do this. 
They say it takes a village to raise a baby. Well, I guess it takes, what do they call a pack of dazzle? So I guess it takes uh, a group of us AWOL zebras to pick each other up. And that's exactly what we're going to do. I can't be Pollyanna about this. Oh, Lordy. I'm sure that's a reference a lot of people are not getting right now. Pollyanna. Do I even dare bring up Haley Mills? I need to stick to my guns and realize this illness is not my fault. Yes, it was triggered by my pregnancy. And I don't regret getting pregnant and having my son. I just regret not knowing. So I could have been forewarned and maybe done something so this wouldn't get so bad. I don't regret my breast augmentation because they're still, I tell you, they're like brand new. I don't regret my nose. I don't, I don't, I have no regrets except for how I'm handling this. And that's not my mindset. I'm usually never defeated, never beaten, very competitive, do not like to lose. And I need that attitude back. But it's hard when you, that's what she said. It's hard when you have something beyond your control taking away your air, taking away your posture. It's just, I mean, as much as I struggle, it just, it just doesn't happen. I try to stand up properly. I try, you know, try not to lift heavy things. I try to follow everything. Right now, I'm looking at a pile of stuff um, from my nightstand. I started taking stuff out last night going, now this was a big mistake, let me tell you this. I decided, there's too much junk in my nightstand. I'm going to clear it out. And as I'm taking all this stuff out, I'm putting it in a chair beside the nightstand. I said, that way when I get up in the morning and I see that bunch of junk sitting in the chair, I'll be more encouraged to clean it out. That just makes you want to roll over and go back to sleep on the other side. <laughs> but I'm looking at everything I put on the floor because in order to do the podcast, I wanted to sit in my chair. So I just moved it to the floor. But before my son and I go to pick up Target and go get him some turkey from Food Lion, I'm going to I'm gonna get that drawer put back together and plan on folding a load of clothes and be grateful that I have such a wonderful group of people to share my story with. Thank you so much. Thank you from the bottom of my heart, tuning in every day. I hope I make you laugh some. I hope I make you think. I hope maybe... I don't know. I can give you a little positivity. Of course, you know, I'm balling today. But as I said, the good, the bad, and the ugly.
I share it all in hopes that maybe it won't feel so bad for you. So get out that piece of paper or get out your phone, whatever you need to do, and do your AWOL zebra agenda. Because that's seriously the only thing that got me out of bed. And I'm glad it did. You know, I think it's the fact that man, I just don't know. I wasn't depressed. That's not why I didn't want to get up. I just wasn't hurting. And I was dreading putting my two feet on the floor. And then I'm also hearing all the time, you need sleep, you need extra rest before you go down. Well, I just don't know. But thanks to my Aza, I got my fanny out of bed and I've accomplished three of the things that I wrote down. So now everything I do from here on out is going to be a positive. Again, thank you so much for letting me be all over the place. And thank you for sharing your stories with me. Make sure you do your AZA every day. And no matter how minimal they may seem to other people, once you check it off your list, that's a great accomplishment. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen today. Christy Lynn Hanchi, AWOL Zebra. Have a lovely day.